Hello there. Hi. You're right. Yeah. Good. Don't, thanks. Don't respond. We won't be able to hear it. Um, we're here about to start the fourth episode of the More Than Mostly Comedy podcast. Just about to start. Not actually Not, starting. This is a precursor to yeah. the starting. This yeah. is just like this is the bit that gets you comfortable. You sit down. You got your cup of tea. You finish boiling your egg. Yeah. And then you sit down, and we then we say we're about to start, and we're starting. We just started then. That, that's it. No, that, yeah. Just that moment cool, that cool. I was quiet. Um, we're currently sat in a room next to the Market Theatre Studio after our uh, September 2013 Mostly Comedy. Bloody hell, it's September already. Yeah, and we've just had uh, some great acts. And one of them we interviewed tonight, Phil Kay, who we're going to feature on tonight's podcast. He is. He's the second interview coming up. Very um, exciting. So you can go, if you don't want to hear the first one, but you do want to hear the first one because it's good. But if you, if you, if you didn't. You can just go you away could, now. You could and skip to. I'd like to tell you what the timings are, but uh, we I don't, don't know, know. yet because this is. But this is before it's all happened. Yeah. Except for the interviews, which have already happened. This is after them. It's but good. to you, it's before. I see. I've got it. Does that I make think. sense? I, th- I think so. I think so. If not, if it doesn't make sense, just rewind it. Yeah. Keep playing it. Write it, it does down. make sense. Get a bit of graph paper. Work it out. Yeah. The first interview we're going to play to you now was recorded back in March of 2013. So that's what. April, May, June, July, August, that's six months ago. I like the fact that you worked it out, and I saw that you was counting on your fingers as well. So That, that was nice, nice. yeah. Was nice. You, you couldn't see that, but picture it. Picture me, left hand, pen in hand, right counting. hand indicating the fingers. I'm scribbling on here, by the way, just while you're doing it's, that. It's nice, like a little sort of arrow. I am. We should cut arrow. to the chase. Uh, and this interview features uh, Barry from Watford, or in fact, the man behind Barry from Watford, who is Alex Lowe. Yes, indeed. Uh, very exciting, because he doesn't normally do interviews as himself. He's right. often, most often, on radio as Barry from Watford, so it's a, it's a very... In-depth, in-depth, is that the right, That's right. thing to say? Yeah. Uh, this is also an interview where we learn the one word uh, that I am completely unable to say. You can't say it now, no, well, for that reason. For that for that reason, but you will find out a word that I, I do struggle to say quite a lot. I think it was... Pr- pr- Don't say it now. I, w- I won't say it now. Wait, no, find no, out. wait you'll find out. Treat. You'll find so out. here we have Alex Lowe, or AKA Barry from Watford. Uh, we are here uh, with Alex Lowe. <laughs> Hello, Alex. Hello there, chaps. <laughs> Are you doing all right? Yeah, great, thanks. Looking oh. forward to tonight. It should be good. This Only must 15 minutes to go. It's very exciting. Probably not the right time Christ. to do an interview. No. But we time. like to challenge ourselves. Yes. We were going to ask you how you started doing Barry from Watford as a character. Ah, oh, well, yes. I uh, used... Oh, blimey. <sighs> well, I, I, I started phoning Ian Lee, my mate Ian Lee. I yeah. used to do the 11 o'clock show with Ian Lee. And then I did a show on XFM, sort of Sunday show... And uh, Ian phoned up me a couple of times with his one comedy voice, which sounds a lot like him, really, <laughs> and uh, tried to catch me out. So when he started doing a uh, telephone phone-in show, which is the normal way of doing a, a phone-in show as opposed to yeah. uh, carry a pin, smoke signals, I phoned in as uh, this elderly man and said, you know, and the first one was about... He was asking, you know, how do you get rid of slugs? What's what's the formula? I said, well, it's, it's obviously a, a famous one is beer. You must have that beer drowned in them in beer. And the other uh, way that it always never fails is a squirt of my wife's perfume. One whiff of my wife's Charlie, and they're all falling. <laughs> you know, they're turning their backs up, dying. Uh, so, uh, and, and, and after a while of doing this, people thought it was a... Well, from the start, I thought it was a real uh, old man. Yeah. Mm. And so we just did it and did it and did it and did it to death. Then he moved to Absolute Radio and mm-hmm. we used to do it on there. And I did an Edinburgh show about Barry. And then about sort of three years ago, started doing it on the circuit with my prosthetic face. Mm. Yeah. 
I'm still going now. Was that the first time you did it with, with the... I can't even prosthetic. say that word. Prosthetic, that's the word. Just to illustrate. I am an actor. Prosthetic, <laughs> I can say. Uh, well, the first time... When you did the, um, the live circuit, was that the first yes, time you I did it? Yes, I did at Edinburgh time? Festival, and, I, and my brilliant prosthetics bloke, Aaron Sherman, mm -hmm. who made prosthetics for um, French Saunders... You're showing off now, because you can say that. <laughs> and... You know, he, did, he made Max Headroom and these sort of things. Yeah, you right. People remember Max Headroom, but he was a kind of TV phenomenon. It's uh, another word I can say. Mm. And um, so I did it for Edinburgh and spent a lot of money on these prosthetics. And now I'm kind of stuck with it because it's such a pain putting mm. the thing on and mm. taking it off. But it looks great. I mean, remember the first time you came to do mostly for yeah. us and seeing you arrive and then disappearing and then coming back as a character. I mean, it looks really great. So it's yeah. worth the effort, surely. I, it sort of is. And, you know, without being too pretentious, it, it, it really is that thing of hiding behind a mask and you feel mm. very secure. Uh, and also, you know, the time it takes me to put it on, you have yeah. a chance to really get in the zone and sort of think about what you're about to do. Yeah. Do you prefer people call you Barry when you're in the mask, or do you kind of uh, talk? To, uh, we, actually, when you when you first came to Mostly, I was very aware. All of a sudden, you had this mask on. Should I call you Alex? Should I call you Barry? I didn't know how to. Well, I don't really mind either way because. I'm intelligent enough to realise <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm just you're not real. But there are people, aren't there, that do that? I know, like Steve Trust Coogan me. with um, Alan Partridge is very yeah, much like that, isn't he? Yeah, and uh, Lee, Lee Francis. And also, mm. you won't remember these people, but um, Hinge and Brackett. I remember them. Well, I did a radio mm. with one of them. Who, right. You know, they used to do, Ember Green, dear, Ember Green. Mm. And she, he, wore the whole gear for a radio wow. really? series. And I remember being sort of incredulous and saying mm. to Felix Dexter... But, but you know he's wearing all the gear and he said no but, but why, why does that surprise you I thought yeah. oh, I'll keep the trap shut <laughs> well, I suppose that goes back into day things like educating Archie when they used to have yeah. a guy with a ventriloquist dummy on the radio really yeah which is well did you see him in, yeah. on film no. do it. Oh, did he did really he had the, old, he had the one with oh, the cigar that's why he just talked essentially that's why yeah fair enough um, <clears throat> but yeah I mean I d the, the mask is kind of uh, you know that's kind of part of it but you mm. do some characters without, don't you? Like the, uh, is it Damon? From the Damon, Apple? yeah, I've done Damon for a while. That's a great character, I love it. Damon, yeah. yeah. Um, I think I'm getting a bit too old to do Damon. But uh, I did that with Christian O'Connell's right, yeah. show and live at, at Leicester Square. Mm. But, I mean, that you really helped by having an audience who already know it from the radio. Yeah, oh, yeah. similar with Barry. Yeah. You know, people can forgive a lot. Yeah. You know. I mean, I did a birthday party at Spitalfields last Saturday. And I turned up and people seemed to know all this back catalogue of Barry on the radio, which was right. really flattering. Yeah, yeah. And then I got on stage and they said, you know, really take the mickey out of our mate. There was a kind of quite posh voice. <laughs> really go to town, really take the mickey. It's not something I do. Yeah. Mm. But I think when I started to do the kind of slightly nastier taking the piss stuff, mm. there was an air of, oh, no, that's, that's actually not the Barry we know. Oh, you really? Know? <laughs> yeah. So it's quite nice to... to People kind of sort of know the character, yeah, yeah. yeah. But you have to be careful. To, it's that old thing of judge the room, you know, yeah. play mm. the room, don't just play. Well, the also, I think Barry has a really cutting glare as well as a thing you do when yeah. someone speaks that really sort of looks very much like you're doing. Like oh, really? Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> but it's really, no, it's really great. I, though. Yeah. And because I can't think of anything to say. Well, I wondered if that was the case, but it doesn't <laughs> yeah. come across that. No, though. it's really. I guess that's what, how good the character is, and also the prosthetics. Yeah, I don't really like doing talking to the audience no. terribly much. I'm an actor rather than a stand-up. I yeah, like yeah. to do my material, get my head down, do the material, yeah. go. Mm. And is it much easier, do you find, doing it with the, the Barry character than doing the other stuff because of the sort of... Only because I've honed the Barry thing. Yeah. I would love to come up with some other characters, <laughs> really. 
but um, also it's cost me so much money in prosthetics. Yeah. Mm. I can't just jettison that <laughs> and think of something new. Yeah, can't do you have, to keep, do you have to keep making, getting new ones made all the time? I do, it's very expensive, yeah. 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 Uh, and also, what's more, we've been using the same mould that goes into a kiln. Oh, yeah. very boring for your listeners, <laughs> but, <laughs> it's good. but you know, it's, it's the same mould we've been using for about six or seven years, yeah. and it's now being held together by sort of big nuts and bolts and, and stuff because it's not de- the thing is not designed to keep going into a kiln over right. and over again. So it's Barry becoming more and more malformed with each person. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Only if you look close up, but uh, yeah, yeah my, my prosthetics guy is, is uh, in the process of making another one, a new okay. mould. Because it looks quite different from what it first did, and because I've seen pictures of you maybe doing your first Edinburgh or something, and yeah, it's really? quite a different sort of get-up from what I remember. I don't remember so much of the prosthetics, but more just, I'm sure I've seen a picture of you on the phone. There it, or yeah, there's I've oh, seen one that. On, online. No, think, that yeah. thing on the phone, I didn't have any prosthetics. All right. That was a terrible design yeah. for a poster that I came up with. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it just looked horrible. I mean, anyone who went to Edinburgh and saw that, those horrible teeth with oh, a yeah. moustache, you'd just go... Well, I don't want to go and see that. <laughs> <laughs> did, did, they go? did they come or not come? Or? No, they didn't come. Oh, well, that would be why. Then, there you see. are, you see. And then yeah, I think I had the photos done before I had the prosthetics. Okay. But then I remember when you did our summer special, I think maybe it was the year before last, and we had Cunt and the Gang on the same night. Yes. And he was very, very excited that you were there because he's mm. a very big fan of you. And it, I could see the excitement in his eyes because you were running through the stuff on the stage before you put all the gear oh, on. Oh, yeah. He was like yes. a little kid, wasn't he? Very really? Happy yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh God! Oh, so, that's good. I'm, I'm delighted to hear that. It is, tr- it is a sort of excitement, though, watching you do the voice without any stuff on your face. It's, it's very. Well, maybe I should do that. Maybe that's it. Slowly <laughs> lose, make him younger. Just well, get look, gradually younger. And <laughs> I am getting older. Maybe I won't have time. To use it. Yeah. Maybe, yeah. <laughs> I mean, God, it would be so much easier. <laughs> I've got to sit through there in what is. Let's be honest, it's a workshop, isn't it? Yeah, very uh, cool yeah it's what we call backstage at the Market Theatre, but yeah, it's... Backstage, uh, yeah. It's, um, yeah. Technically, it's backstage, but... Um, that's where... That's where yeah, it's it's technically, yeah. Te- the technical doesn't really come into it. No, it's to be very fair, technical. Though, when no. you've been with us before, you've been in pub toilets and yeah. disabled that's toilets. That's just privately, that's, that's, let's yeah. not bring yeah. that that's what we that's, 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 yeah. yeah. No, I have. I've been in that kitchen at that... Uh, that pub that we that went to. The, the George, yeah. We went to. First where, yeah. Where we went to, where we were. <laughs> Around a comedy club. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Years, yeah. No, I mean, uh, I always enjoy working with you, too. It's always good to have you. Mm. Yeah. yeah. Well, so we were talking about, um, uh, talking about earlier, when, uh, about your television pilot oh, recently. Yes. How, how was that, making that transition onto... I mean, I know you've done TV stuff before as Barry, but to actually do something where the character was within a story and everything, how was that nice to find to go right here we go like actually yeah it was nice I, the only, I mean I have to be fair done what I've done about well I've done two other TV pilots and a radio pilot oh, cool. and, yeah. and, and pilots on paper that yeah. have kind of never seen the camera at the end yeah. of the day right. so it didn't feel like oh this is my great opportunity here we go yeah. it felt a bit like uh, you know I've got to get it right at some point yeah. Uh, but also, I mean, the great thing was I was writing with Fraser Steele, who writes for uh, Jonathan Ross, oh, yeah. uh, and coincidentally, his wife produced it for Baby Cow. Okay. And so uh, it was kind of a professional enterprise, mm. you know, and there was quite a decent budget. Yeah. And we started work on it ages ago to have, you know, we had lots of meetings and we fine tuned it. I think some of the other people in that series of Common Ground mm. who were trying stuff. Um, didn't have so long to get it together right. with their stuff. 
so yeah, it was great to do, lovely to do, and great to have the time to do it. Yeah. And also they gave us you know quite a few days to get it together. Right. Uh, How long were you shooting it over? Well, we probably had about four days shooting. I hate to say for anyone listening who only had one right. day. <laughs> okay. But um, it just needed it, you know. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. The other thing is you do lose an awful lot of time by doing the mask and the makeup. So right. it's not like you just turned up, put on a costume and... Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. How long does that take normally? I guess you're If I'm doing time, TV, right? it can take three hours. Right. And then my prosthetics guy is always prodding and pushing and putting bits in mm. and filling bits in with filler mm. because on an HD camera, God, you yeah. can oh, see yeah, every last thing. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, no, it was great. And I really, I mean, it would be lovely to make a series. Who knows? Yeah. Let's hope it does. Fingers crossed. Oh, yeah. And, we be- and on that note, we better stop, yeah. yeah. So oh, thank God, you for speaking to us. It's time to go on. Don't <laughs> make me do it. You have to do it. Oh, yes. okay. <laughs> Bye-bye, listeners. So that was Alex Lowe. I don't know why I said that so high. Alex Lowe. <laughs> but it just happened. That's how it That's, that's how, how it you say out. his name. That's just the way you normally say his yeah, name. Yeah, it? I don't know if it's because I feel nervous about it or... Or like I've just I'm t- walking down some steps, but I've misjudged the bottom step as I say the last <laughs> name. Anyway, that was Alex Lowe, uh, aka Barry from Watford. And let's see, Glenn, can you say the word now? Prosthetic, sexy. I really thought about it, and I've written it down here just so I could excellent <laughs> say it right as well. Sexy prosthetics is a magazine that I subscribe, but we won't talk about it now. Really? Um, so we're halfway through the podcast. And I'm halfway through a bourbon. I've got a bourbon here. Oh yeah, where did you get that from? I got it. Well, I can't tell you because technically it's stolen. Oh, theatre property. Stolen I hope the theatre manager doesn't listen, listen to this interview. Have you had um, one of those, you know, you can go, uh, watch, there's one of those places, not Starbucks, but like that Cafe Nero. Oh, the massive That does ones. the massive ones. Have you seen, like, have you seen yeah. those? Like but, four times the size. Then they do like up. jammy, yeah, jammy dodges. We, but you could, and a, a giant custard cream, which we did have. I did have that, didn't yeah. I? A giant custard cream. And it actually just makes you feel like a... If you uh, can't picture the scale, if you imagine like, it's like three, three to if a normal bourbon is like three to one, three. I don't know. Where I'm going with this. <laughs> three to one. That's a game show. It doesn't matter. It's just Ima- a big. Ima- bourbon. Imagine, imagine if 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 you the, the, with a giant bourbon, yeah. it's almost like uh, imagine a baby's hand next to a normal sized bourbon. <laughs> that's the scale. Uh, yeah. If you if you think about it, and when it's I say baby, I mean kind of got to be a kind of newborn. Well, baby. to be honest though, is that right? Because. Wouldn't that? It's not that big a bourbon. The bigger bourbon is not as big as that because a baby's hand holding a bourbon. I mean, I don't know. It's just. A, should we stop talking about bourbons? Yeah. Yeah. And should we get on with what we're here for? Yes. Uh, so uh, now we have our final interview in this podcast, and it was recorded tonight, this wow. very night that you don't know about because you're not here with us, uh, with fantastic Phil K. Again, I said his name high like Alex Lowe. I don't know what is wrong with me. You're very enthusiastic. No, wait, hang on. <laughs> enthusiastic. <laughs> enthusiastic. We found another word that Glenn can't There's say. There's many words I can't say at the moment. Uh, we, you're very enthusiastic about names. That's, still, oh, yeah. that's what's good. I just love good a good surname. It. Yes. And his surname is K, and it's a good one. Let's listen to it now. We're here with Phil K. Can you Phil? hear that whizzing noise? <laughs> I think. It's, it's, like a, it's like a South American jungle in here. <laughs> Now you mention it, it does sound yeah. like that. Yeah. Sort of. It's Daddy Longlegs. You know, Daddy Longlegs don't fly. If they really? fly, they're a cream fly. Different species just look similar. Aren't they supposed to be like incredibly poisonous? Well, but it's, it's just poison in another form, you. isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's held in their body. Yeah, but they, but they don't. They can't let it out. They can't bite you. I think is the thing. So That's it's just right. there. Yeah. yeah, but there's enough to kill an elephant. Is it really? Yeah, but they don't live near elephants, so it's like oh. elephants are fine. That's why they're so happy. I saw a video the other day. I don't know if you've seen it online, and it's an elephant that's like best friends with a dog. It's in like an elephant sanctuary. I don't know if you've seen that. And no, I heard about a dog who'd be friends with an elephant. Maybe that's yeah, them. Yeah, it could be. It'd be a different one. Could be there. But it's amazing because they like go into the water and the elephant like dives off of the dog and everything, and they're like the best of friends. It's bizarre. Really? Yeah, yeah. 
check it out. Did they, were they like introduced or was it a sort of they born saying? I think, how was it kind of? Well, the beetle introduced them. Yeah, the beetle's mates with a, a, a condor. Yeah. Weird. Yeah. Yeah. They never spend any time so long distance with you. It's just yeah. like a, you know, what they come together and go. Oh, I like you. Like this. Just I suppose it's like. I think the dog was owned by the guy who owned the sanctuary, so it's uh, not as exciting. They had a friend, friend in common. Kind yeah, of, yeah. There was a sort Shiva of Mon. human friend. Hi guys. Hello. Hi anyway, Phil. Yeah. Sorry, sorry Phil. We're just chatting away. It's a there. podcast. And yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you've just written your autobiography. Oh yeah. I don't know if you knew that. But oh, no, you've completed it. Yeah. There's and nothing we can do. It can't change anything. But there's two different sides things here because I haven't read it yet, but I, I, have. I will be reading so it. So it's like and good David pop. has. So yeah. good reader, bad reader. I've got. I don't know I'm anyone who's read it all the way through, but there I are some clever recurring tricks. I read one today. I know, I'm just looking through it. So. You know, somebody says something in a story and then later on that, that phrase gets bandied yeah. around. And it's secret things. You've got a chance to write something interesting. So yeah, I, yeah. But I, a lot of it is um, spelling mistakes and odd bits of bad stuff just clunked in. But some of it is just spot on. I mean, yeah. every now and then. It's an autobiography, I'm calling it. Yeah. It's slightly different because it doesn't have to be so special and refined like a blog. So it's, it's a lot of writing, but it's a lot of good stories. Yeah. I mean, I've done a wee, for tonight, I've done a sort of top 10 best Top okay. 20 best stories because there's a lot of good stories in there, yeah. as I'm sure there are with you guys and well, over the last 20 years of your life. I mean, that's yeah, what yeah. it is. Stories. How long did it take you to write it? About five years, right. in the sense that I started correlating in a Starbucks with one coffee that could last for four hours, <laughs> um, fair trade sort of Barbie jacuzzi size, you know, and, yeah. I, and I started correlating. I started doing shows about five years ago at Edinburgh that were all kinds of stories about the police, and then all stories about Edinburgh, then all stories about things. So I started to gather it together. I knew I would have to do it, I knew I had yeah. a book. It's just, um, it just takes so long. I have to wait for a girlfriend to go away to Australia or something because then, then, then you go on with it because life for me is always more important than writing, although yeah. I knew I'd have to write. So Was there a point when you felt you were done, when it was finished and you yeah. were happy with it? Or yeah, yeah. I mean, again, you just abandon it and send it off. And, then, and even now today, there's, I saw a massive spelling mistake. That yeah. People might go, oh, no, what does he mean by that? So it's a bit fucked. But it doesn't matter. It's tremendously to get it done, to birth it, and, yeah, and there it is. Not worry about it. It's like a baby with defects. You don't care. Yeah. So, so if you if you sort of started it what five years ago, and you, did you have a finishing point? What? How did you then know how to where you were going to finish it? Or just kind of went exactly. this feels exactly. Like These are the, you the haven't read it, so this is yeah. exactly what I say in the book. I say, you, how does this ever end? It's an yeah. autobi- how do you end it? Because I'm yeah. still writing. So I've got stuff that's really, really recent right at the end, yeah. and some stuff even at the beginning that's just right, totally this day as I'm typing what's happening now because it's a sort of metatextual 3D in my mind, thing where I'm writing it and then in real time, an hour later, I write, oh, look, this is happening now where yeah. I'm writing. And in the book, it'll take you about an hour to read to that point. So it's yeah. like, yeah. but yeah, you never end it. And then, so it's a hard thing, an odd, an odd thing, but it, it, you have to find your own path through it. I, what I really liked about it was the few stories that I'd heard you tell as well live. So it's nice to have that sort of mixture of the things I recognise, uh-huh. like the, uh, the yogurt story. The, the yogurt story, yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Oh, yeah. And writing it yeah, down, yeah. Something definitely less funny than, than the story. Yeah. It's not really a, a, a text for a nine-hour show because when you write it, it gets less funny. But the point is, it's then, then it's just, if you forget about it, if you've never seen it, it's told. Yeah. You just read it and they're interesting enough facts. They're stories, they're done. They're, uh, yeah, I know that you could write them way better yeah. if you fictionalised and really got into the fictionalising of sentences and, and adding mm-hmm. stuff. I, I'm just laying down the facts. Yeah. And, and there's so many, I did this, I did that, I did this. It's really tricky, but, you know... You just hope that the, the overview will remain with people so they've read it and then they'll yeah. remember funny thing, images in their mind or whatever. I don't know. And there was also lots of it that I didn't recognise as well. So it wasn't like I was just understanding it because I knew the stories, you know what I mean? It was, it was, it was, it was good. Uh, do you think you'd write another one? Uh, I've got, yeah, oh yeah, I'm writing a second one. But the second one is all about um, people's uh, ideas uh, from gigs. 
So the worst Phil K gig and the best one you've ever seen. I, I need from all the people that've been because I don't really write about what I get up to in the gigs. It's all about stories surrounding it and life and, and real life. So the second book is is is, is half diary. Yeah. I'm going to chop in a wee book I wrote when I was 21 around America. I wrote a book of journalism stuff. I've written lots of journalism books. I'm shoving that in, but it's basically mostly going to be yeah the time you fell asleep on a bench when during a gig or. It was so bad, you set up a bar with your rider and instead of doing a gig, you just got half the crowd pissed or something, you know. So it would be other people's yeah, uh, sort yeah. of views of And you. then that'll spur me on to remember them because I oh, can't wow. remember the gigs, but if you've been to two gigs, I mean, you remember them because they're yeah, what you yeah. saw. Yeah. And then, so this is the other way around. So I think that hopefully there'll be hundreds and hundreds of things because even bad things sound brilliant. That's mm. what I've noticed about my gigs that y- your most appalling thing, I can't believe you were doing that. It sounds actually quite interesting, quite yeah. fun. Yeah. You had a giant umbrella. Uh, over yourself for 10 minutes in this place where was I I found outside the car park and like people are like what is he doing but that's actually quite a good image you're inside an umbrella you know but you honestly don't remember a lot of that stuff happening yeah or or at least there's about a thousand gigs where I can't recall them so I tried looking at maps so this book I tried looking at maps tried thinking of subjects to help me remember and it took me all these years to summon it up each year but um, but yes the whole point you could sort of I don't know the the gigs are another feast of information Yeah. yeah And I like what you said about you'd been at all your own gigs, so yeah, you yeah. sort of know what you were trying to do. And, you know, and that's like life. That's like life. Yeah. No, it's like life. We've done our own. Like you meet yeah. someone else and I yeah, interact yeah. with you for a while, but you've got your whole life. And you see people lose kids. Last time you saw them on that side, on this side, you know that mm. every night, oh, I'm crying, oh, I'm crying. In between, it's just so much life. Yeah. And so it's just, just everything was really uber metaphorical right, when you sort yeah. of put it out there. So. Yeah. Well, so what are you up to at the moment? What's your sort of, have you got a plan for what you do with the rest of the year or yeah is it it's just, just I've got to go to an Asian tour I've got to look after kids I've got to write the second book I've got to get some people interested in the publishing deal that's what I really want um, I've got some journalism to do which is good fun I've got um, a band I really have a band we've got our first oh. gig on Sunday or second gig really at a festival and it's still going on summer oh, festival cool. so music's my true next phase of life do you oh, wow. approach that the same way you approach playing music in your stand-up gigs, or is it like sort of structured? No, it's, it's no. The songs are structured enough, but you work with a really good musician, and they kind of hear the structures and get them, and then uh, most of the sounds are are forming themselves into kind of choruses. But it's a lot of it's improvised because it's yeah. tone. I don't really believe in singing a poetry or singing a message, so singing for me is another instrument. Right. So uh, I've got another singer who sings with me, and she oh. harmonises and all that stuff, and then I've got a keyboard player and two drummers, and it's very. It's, it's basically what I. But of course. It, Nothing can ever happen from that. I'm 44. I can't be have a band. It's ridiculous. But you could get a lucky break if you're rehearsed. Yeah. So we've recorded a lot and we're playing live. Well, like, like C16 or something. Yeah, like no, that, man. Yeah. Uh, Carsick Phil. That's yeah. the whole thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. um, you know, but yeah, the, the, if he drops out, there's room for a kind of. Because it is, it's foot stompy, bluesy, yeah. roadside country right. thrash, we call it. Right. Thrash country. And it's fucking, it's great fun. It's all sing along stuff. You play at a party. I play lots of parties. People just end up singing along really obvious chorus, choruses. Right. Yeah, yeah. always something better <laughs> you know I don't know and so I love it but that's my true true love And um, so is that where you're happiest do you think doing the music or is it as opposed to yeah. the stand up or is it yeah. just oh yeah yeah stand up's fantastic storytelling's fun there's just a lot of other stuff goes with gigs around them that aren't always so lovely and yeah it's been great but it's been great for a long time but I've only been doing it while I did my 10,000 hours I've done about maybe 6,000 hours to get good at music. I'm not actually that good. I'm just very, very keen. Yeah, yeah. I'm not actually a brilliant musician, but I'm a sort of brilliant rhythmist and great right. guy and singer mm-hmm. and everything. But, yeah. but I've just been secretly over 20 years with kids and everything, just, just practicing a bit every day until now. The last year and a half, just been playing all the time with this guy. And so, uh, and well, three or four of us. 
Sorry, I'm totally in it, absolutely wildly into it. And is your, your brother's in the darkness, isn't he? Uh, Frankie, yeah, he's yeah. a bassist, yeah, so yeah. Does, oh, really? Does, does he give you feedback on what you do, or mm. is it, yeah? He's not heard it, but he's always very keen. I have this secret idea, I send him a thing, because you know you never know, you get one support slot with him, and then you're on their website, and suddenly yeah, people yeah. want to know about you, who knows? Yeah. But in the end, I don't want to put any pressure on him, because it's tough. Yeah. They always want me to do stuff with them as a guy, but I actually don't want to. I, I don't. I once did a thing in... And the Barrowlands, where I sort of ran on, and Justin went off for a major costume change, and I ran on in a catsuit. I was ready, <laughs> and it was just like, oh shit, no, this is not right. And everyone's yeah. like, right, uh, and, ooh, and they were chucking things at me. It's like, oh <laughs> shit, because I thought it was the wrong idea, just mm. wrong. Yeah. But I d- went along with it because of the backstage buzz and everything, and um, I, I quite like their shows. I've seen a few of the new ones, and they're ready for America. Loves them. America's really reform. Fun. They're reforming them. Even um, Van Halen, you know, so okay. Ameri- and Aerosmith are going to die, so they're going to be they're going to storm America, I'm sure. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he's a fabulous guy, Frankie. Yeah, Frankie. Uh, how when you do your stand up, how much do you sort of pre-plan in your mind? Do you got knowing the sort of story you're probably going to tell, or is it? Well, with stand up, yeah, it can it always just throws itself together in the last bit of your mind. Um, so stand- there's so many different kinds of gigs and so many different kinds of things and places. So I don't know. I, yeah. Uh, sometimes I have a wee notebook with a really great sort of top ten magic funny things so I can just start here but my moment I don't really have anything at all right. in the way of an act I've just been doing kind of stories from the book and thinking about stories and, and hoping that they spur themselves on but when, when you do like I remember the first time well, we both I think saw you was um, Edinburgh 2008 Eight. I think it was and I was just so I mean it was uh, the show was uh, fantastic but I was like how do you time when you've got Edinburgh and that whole strict though it's got to be an hour it's got to be this you've got to be in and out this time how do you time a show then like like that where it is that do you, do you is there a structure no it tends to emerge on the first break. week of Edinburgh it tends to emerge but you just sort of time you just kind of know yeah. sometimes you can go oh, oh my god have I done 35 or an hour and five I yeah. don't know right. so it, again you work that out but I never have ever ever in my life come close to writing an hour of material yeah. I've just got lots of ideas I just basically believe in enthusiasm and it will all happen and if it doesn't yeah. even getting booed takes up time and having trouble yeah. takes up time but in Edinburgh mm. you tend to get your story of your year together that's basically what Edinburgh shows have been about for me so you, yeah. so you can look back on the year what happened I've been arrested this year I went to Glastonbury you know and you can think of what actually happened but sometimes you're saying to yourself what did I do and you know it's mm. fucked because you're going yeah. what's the act but when it's just summoning and coming up like yeah. osmosis trees you hope that as ideas evaporate, they draw more up, which is what we don't do in life. We don't have to ask ourselves what we'll say each day. Yeah. But well, so therefore, when it doesn't go well, it's because it's oh, the flow isn't happening. Oh well, yeah. but I'm yeah. allowing for the. I hope the flow will be there, and I'm up, I'm a flower, and I'm hoping yeah. it will happen. Is the best I can do. You know, yeah. that's the thing of allowing for the best, basically. So being in a position where the best thing can happen, where it just goes. Yeah. Sometimes the plans that you would do for the best automatically nullify the best happening because the best is free and. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Superb, but of course, what are you going to do? You know, and there's no way it's for everyone. Mm. But I love the sort of positivity you have about, and it's really evident in the book that sort of positive, trying to go for the best of things and try always trying to get to the best gig. This could be the best gig. Yeah, yeah, because they are. You can, and and I think maybe the next big book will have a lot more about kids because there's a lot of stuff you could write about. Yeah, how uh, just examples of things that work well with hanging out with kids, and and that could be like some kind of self-help book or what they call it I don't know the health self-help it's a parent there's lots of parenting yeah. books how to bring up yeah. a boy there's yeah. a new one and everything you <laughs> really? knew one before how to raise boy, girls yeah. and now it's yeah. Yeah. Boy. coming it's soon genius yeah. now we know now yeah. Yeah. he's under one gender but you know so you've got the wrong book and the wrong kid yeah two to two apply well we, we better in there Phil because we've got yes. to get going but thank you for coming back yeah thanks very much hopefully you'll be back soon
Yeah. Had some bad food there, presumably. Yeah, it was a real growler, wasn't it? It, wa- it was a growler, which yeah. is a euphemism for something else, but we won't talk about that now. Um, we could sample that sound and make a little dance hit. I think we should. Just a little one. Yeah. A little tiny one. Listen out for that. It's coming soon. Dog and F Grave sampled Phil K. Burp. Yeah, with uh, verses. Verses, verses Phil K. Phil K. Phil K. Yes. Do, isn't yeah. Those kids that I've read about. <laughs> um, that was Phil K's interview. Uh, we talked a lot about his book there. Um, it's brilliant. I read it in like a two week sitting. David Got almost it. did it to make me feel bad. It's like, uh, yeah. I haven't read it, so therefore I sat there. I did a lot of sort feeling, of staring, yeah. searching looks like for fuck's sake. Yeah. Didn't Why have you not do read this? Any research. Fucking rubbish. Just turns up. Just turns up. Doesn't really even know did. who's on. No. Doesn't even know who's I'd, on. I have no interest in this night whatsoever. I just no. basically turn up for the yeah. for the laughs. And I think that that was shown then. You you turn up with the talent. I, I do all the hard graft. <laughs> yeah. That's <laughs> and right. That, it makes, anyway, that makes the magic. So that was Phil K there. Do buy his book. If you Google Phil K Kickstarter, you should find the information to get in the book, hopefully. Yes. Um, so that was our fourth podcast. Yeah, wow, fantastic. And, and don't forget, you can, uh, don't forget this, really don't forget this, you can listen back to all of our podcasts on our website uh, or through iTunes yep. as well. There's now, this will be the fourth one, so there's now four podcasts to listen to. And they're to. all free, so it doesn't free. cost you a penny. bloody hell. And if you listen to them all in one day, you'll probably be very irritated by the sounds of our voices very quickly and the way we talk. Yeah, much like we are, really, just generally in the day-to-day. Yeah, we in, are in very life. irritating. Just be thankful you've just got like a sort of 45-minute burst of us now. Yeah, and you can fast forward through it as well, so yeah. you don't have to. We live it. with this. Yeah. This is our lives. I can't fast forward David at any point. No, and um, much as you've tried. Yeah. Um, I'd like to say thank you to both Phil and to uh, Alex. Yeah. remember who was so long ago now, I can't remember, <laughs> uh, for appearing on this podcast. Do go to Barry's Bingo, Alex's night that he runs at the 100 Club. Support Phil K. He's always touring around the country and buy his book. Yes. And check out our website for the latest information on both Mostly Comedy and us and the podcast. It's www.mostlycomedy.co.uk or www.doggettonfgrave.co.uk. Should I spell that again like I did last time? Don't spell it again. No, that 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 was too much, wasn't it? That's too too, too long. You see it on the screen now, probably, somewhere. Doggettonfgrave.co.uk. And you can follow us on... Co.uk. (laughs) It's just uh, something. And you can follow us on Twitter as well. There is always that, uh, at doggettonfgrave on Twitter. Facebook as well. Facebook as well. www.facebook.com forward slash doggettonfgrave. There is also a MySpace page, but it hasn't been updated since <laughs> 2000. And you, you could one. go and look at that, but uh, I don't. don't know what's on that. You'll see us doing a thing called Porter Cabin. It's bad. Google it now. You'll see it. <laughs> While it's still on. there, yeah. it'll be gone soon. Very soon. So thank you for listening, uh, and hopefully we'll have your ears back listening to us again very soon. Look forward to seeing those ears. Lovely ears. Bye. Bye. <laughs>